2: I'm Jose Otero and this is IGN's Nintendo Show and coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, we've got more hands-on impressions of Nintendo Switch and some of their games. We have some new information brought to you by Time Magazine and a trio of articles that they just put out this week. Also a segment called... Why so secretive, Nintendo? And talking about a couple things that have been left out. And then finally, we have the question block. Here to talk with me this week about this, we got Alana Pierce. Hi. And we have, uh, from our IGN UK British podcast, Invasion, Get Your Screaming Girls. we got Daniel Cooper, Hello. And we have Gav Murphy. All right. Uh, introduce yourselves to folks who ha- maybe have not or haven't watched the UK show. Like, who are you guys? What do you do? Um, do you want to go first?
3: If you want. Yeah, uh, I should probably remember why I do. Uh, we, so we do a podcast called the IGN UK podcast, um, but, like, which is full of all of us. There's like seven of us in the UK often. Yeah, we have a cycling Um But we also do a Dark Souls series called Prepare to Try, which some people might watch.
2: An excellent Dark Souls series yeah. called Prepare to Try. I love that show.
3: Uh, yeah, that's really good fun. But that's it. You'll find us mucking around in London getting drunk most of the time. So yeah.
2: All right nice i like it i like it and what do you do uh specifically like uh like which role like do you mostly focus video what's this about why who, who's asking you these questions this is Gav let you go. <laughs> this is an intervention <laughs> you have to justify your job
4: are you being vetted or you're not allowed in the u.s yeah, no. yeah.
5: Uh, no, is no. this what america's like now is it
3: <laughs> who you it uh, yes, do you work for uh yeah i make a lot of the video stuff okay. uh Excellent. in the uk um but yeah we just muck around really it's good
5: I oversee said mucking around. I am the UK managing editor and I kind of just look after the team and make sure we don't make too many mistakes while you're asleep. Yeah.
2: Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. All right. So, uh, Everyone at this table has played uh, Nintendo Switch quite recently Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Gav and with Daniel. That was back uh, during the first hands-on event. Yeah, Yeah. the London premiere. Yeah, and then uh, Uh, for Alana, this was more recently at (laughs) the Rooster Teeth Australia Expo. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Just be sure. Uh, So let's talk about it, right? So your hands-on impressions, the games that you liked, even the games that you didn't. Like, let's go. Let's start with hardware. What did you think?
3: I like it. Like, I thought it was going to be quite flimsy, but um, I really, like, it's sort of, it's just one of those things that just feels really, really nice. Like, when you have the Wiimote mm-hmm. and the Nunchuck, you like, the first
5: time you had it, it was You can like, hear them creaking. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, they're just, no, they're just, it feels really good, and, like, I thought it'd be too small, because i got, like, giant fat hands. Um, so I thought, I was kind of worried that I wouldn't be able to do it properly, but I was all right, right with
4: well, it. So it was good. I found the, uh, I played it docked and undocked, and I yeah. really liked the weight distribution in the handheld mode like i feel like it just it feels solid doesn't feel flimsy it's like yeah. it's it's comfortable i had a slight issue with the the left side for me it felt like i had to keep readjusting my thumb when i was moving right. forward mm-hmm. But I feel like that's probably something you just get used to. Yeah. really like the Joy-Con. Didn't get to try the Pro Control. Has anyone tried that yet? Yeah,
2: no. no I I you have? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I did. Um, no, it felt great. Like really uh, sort of a comfortable, just <laughs> nice and meaty. Yeah, uh, depends on who you ask. Like some folks uh, me, feel like me. they <laughs> like that. Yeah, you definitely on the ugly <laughs> side. Uh, but uh, Pear, I was talking to Pear about it, and he really likes sort of the smoky look of it, how you okay. can kind of see the internals a little bit. Um, but it is really sort of big in your hands. Not quite as big as the Duke uh, yeah. which you guys do know, right? The, yep. the yeah, original yeah, yeah. Uh, Xbox controller and just how massive that thing was. But I really um, like the Wii U Pro controller. I think that, that was like one of my favorite yeah, controllers. Like, it was really good. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, this, this one, uh, I, I think I prefer this one just because having the two analogs up here, I yeah. felt like with every system, I had to like do a, a readjustment. Um, and this one's a little bit more like a, a 360 uh, gamepad, which I yeah. played a ton of uh, mm. for a while. So yeah. that's just kind of a, a setting I think I was comfortable with.
4: What's the yeah. biggest difference between the Switch Pro and the Wii U Pro?
1: Mm like,
3: so, like we isn't Switch Pro like this it's like more like circular isn't it so yeah. it's more like the Wii um, Pro controller yeah like yeah the little white one which right. is also
2: rubbish yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah i would say that uh and just uh I don't know. I, I honestly, outside of button placement, I think that's about it. Um, but the big difference between the switch itself and the Pro Controller is just button size is way bigger yeah. on the Pro Controller. Like yeah. they're really big buttons the way you know you're used to with most consoles. Whereas yeah. when you're playing undocked, you notice how small they are because it roughly feels like a 3DS, right? Yeah, in terms of the yeah. face yeah. buttons. Yeah, um, yeah. I would just say that. What do you think, Krupa? I think it's excellent. Like, I think it looks and feels like a
5: modern device. You know, you can imagine having that in your bag alongside your like MacBook and an iPad and it doesn't stand out like I think they probably looked at the Wii U and went right, let's yeah Let's maybe try a little bit harder than this because yeah. they, I love the Wii U and I love the games on it. But when you hold that game pad, it feels creaky yeah. and it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't feel like a quality product in a sense. It like, feels like what you doing with it is fun. iPad basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really slick. I thought even the, the like Joy Cons, like when you take them off, I thought they're going to feel like really light and flimsy. But they're like they almost feel like metallic. Yeah. Um, I really like them a lot.
2: Yeah. Did you? Were you? Was that the first thing you did when you touched? Like, oh wait, I gotta, yeah. I gotta
5: press that button. Well, in the back. That was the, See, the only thing slightly frustrating about the event, like everything was kind of locked down. Yeah. And I wanted to just like basically play with all the bits. Uh, yeah. I still haven't removed it from the dock. I haven't so turned yeah. the Satisfying. controllers on and off. They wouldn't it's let us so do good. that. Yeah, I just want to play with it. Yeah. Don't trust really people, nice in and- <laughs> people in London can't be trusted.
3: They thought we'd run away with it. If we you would have taken one, it. I would have taken one. Yeah, I did actually generally think about taking one um, because <laughs> I just thought, what would happen?
4: <laughs> what would happen? But then I
3: take a Joy-Con. But then I also thought it was like the first day, and I thought, well, if I steal this, one, I can't do anything with it like I'll get back to the office and be like okay I've got this but also I'm ruining the fun for other people then, aren't I, I don't want to do that also well, I, someone I probably lost
2: a job yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> like, fine yeah. Well, we had a Free thing at,
3: we had a thing at our London event um, so basically they took over the Hammersmith Apollo which is like a like really famous sort of gig venue mm-hmm. uh, in London they took over the entire thing and they filled it with all these different uh, like uh, booths for um, for Switch but they were, like the people who were doing the on the booth were just saying any stuff
5: yeah. like we were yeah, asking they had no idea
3: like we were asking them questions because obviously, like, it was a press day. So mm-hmm. we were just asking, like, different questions. And mm-hmm. they were just, they, instead of just going, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know that, they were just answering. They were just wow. answering the same resolutions. <laughs> so there, there, was, there was loads of different. We came away because obviously we were trying to cover it for news as well. And we were coming yeah. back and we covered in two teams. So, like, Joe and I went down in the afternoon. Then we came back and we were like, Oh, so the guy who's working on Switch told us this. And we were like, that sounds made up. So I'm just making sure, stuff up. <laughs>
4: well, the people that they have for events for Nintendo, it's definitely this way in Australia, I don't know about other regions, right. usually aren't Nintendo employees. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. usually like hired from like employees. model agencies yeah,
1: yeah. basically, yeah, so that people
4: don't
1: know
5: anything. I spoke to someone, they said they they were being trained up two days beforehand. Yeah. So I was surprised none of that like kind of leaks. There was like a good 50 people demoing Oh, well, Absolutely, yeah. Well,
2: it, yeah. Did, it did leak though, there was that 4chan post that was basically every oh, title, yeah. remember, oh, okay. before oh, the presentation, like a whole, yeah. List of what was in the pre was right, was out in the world, and it was just like, Oh, like once again, Europe, like get it together. Yeah, yeah. No offense, guys guys, <laughs> take, I'll take yeah. a little bit of well,
3: that's thing, like Joe, Joe and I played ARMS, and uh, like we loved it, but like we asked the guy, We were like, Oh, hey man, would you are you able to play this like without like motion controls? The guy was like, Yep.
2: Yeah, definitely. Though. Is it really yeah, true? That's okay, true. Cool. That good. is that's actually good. true. <laughs> no,
1: they, they do. Uh, so
2: that's the there, thing. We were like, how does that work? I've heard there is a portable mode uh, for that game where you're basically okay. able to play when it's undocked. Like if you're on the go, you can get some time in. Yeah. Okay. It does work that way, um, which is interesting because it's you also, hit it from a booth. Dude. No, I got this from the source. Like, I got this, yeah, from, from some Treehouse folks. I'm sure of it. I'm not making this up. I just had a coffee. Um, so fake news from yeah. Jose. Uh, oh, God. That turns up your control. Yeah, really. Um,
4: yeah, I played Zelda at the event that I was yes. at, and I really wanted to play that on uh, Switch, and there were huge frame rate issues, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, some people didn't have those. I know yeah. Digital Foundry did a report, and they didn't have any problems, yeah, okay. but it was pretty brutal for me, specifically in handheld mode. Docked was actually okay. Okay, and I mentioned that to the Nintendo rep who was next to me. He's like, Yeah. It's in bad all day and i was like you clearly don't work for nintendo <laughs> <You're absolutely laughs> Yeah, are absolutely
2: done yeah so, yeah we really got the ball on this one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah when you go into like frame rate issues right we're talking slideshow here or we're just talking drop frames like noticeable drop frames but then we're fine like where where does it fall because when folks say like massive frame rate issues i feel like there's a contingent of folks who are like coming closer to the edge of a cliff ready to like jump right because so they're like terrified it was
4: that. uh frame rate drops that was specifically, I think, happening whenever I would be on a hill going downward. So I feel like it was like trying to render the environment when I was moving downward is what the problem was. Uh, Obviously, this is still a demo. It could just be a Wii U port in theory and not the final version. But it it was basically every time I would walk down a staircase or down a hill.
2: It it was
4: very jarring.
2: Yeah, no, and it's kind of a thing with open world games. I mean, like there's always something, right, where you're like, oh, like when you're rendering that much stuff or what have you. But yeah, I'm excited to find out for the final version, like where where did they end up? Um, Because they've already said, yeah, frame rate's the same on both. But they're not saying locked on either side, right? Like not locked down mm-hmm. with you and not, definitely not locked on Switch. Yeah. Um, what about some of the other games you guys played? Did you play 1-2-Switch? You had a hilarious video, Daniel, of you and Alex. Yeah. Uh, so
5: we played because like, we don't still know how many games are in it, but I think there's like so an official nintendo this is an official nintendo employee told Two me that the, it was like <laughs> the the six games represented a small selection yeah. i think joe did a feature where he fat, went through the trailer Just. and he found like 17 more games oh, wow. in there yeah. so there might be like a few dozen in there mm. and yeah we played six games and we did a video where we were like playing each one and i kind of lost every single one yeah <laughs> was really bad at them all <laughs> yeah. uh but they're a lot of fun
1: what were they uh,
5: it's the, the cow milking. Uh-huh. I'm not very good at milking a cow. Uh-huh. I'm not good at being a sheriff. Not good at breaking one? into a sa- safe. No, we, not that one. I would it and he won that one. <laughs> um, not good at breaking into a safe. I'm not good at guessing how many balls are in a box that I, was I can't good at see that. into. I was good at that. Got no
3: life skills.
4: How does the safe one work? Um, yeah, so it's
3: it's basically, like you, you're turning, oh. you're turning it, and it's like uh, as you turn your hand, you're basically going right round like a sort of dial. Mm-hmm. You have
5: to like find, feel like there's yeah, like a, feel like a bridge. And, cool. and you have to hold it on the vibration. Um, it's actually easier if you yeah. kind of don't look at the screen of the other person. You're
3: yeah, like,
1: yeah. you're you right?
5: like looking the other way,
3: and people are coming past going, "What is going on mm-hmm. there?"
4: So that's a multiplayer game as well. Yeah, yeah you, you play on, that
2: dancing one, which I didn't think was very. There was a trailer this morning that showed a a
5: one two switch game where you've got yeah. like match poses, yeah. So I've on, played that. on the beat, yeah. you've got to, like hold it in a certain way, and then the other person's then got to match you, but yeah. it's very imprecise because. It's just that, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was another thing we were asking the booth guy. We were like, "Well, he was like, oh, do something crazy with your
3: legs.'" I was like, "I'm not going to do anything with my legs because it can't tell what I'm doing with my legs." Yeah, Gab, it's more fun. Leg. And you're
5: <laughs> like, like, "I'll Gab will decide what's fun."
3: But that's the thing, like Joe, he was he was telling us like me, me and Joe had because obviously they've been briefed for like not just press but for other people as well. Yeah, you must have thought me and Joe were so grumpy because we were just like, "Hang on, though, no. no, it doesn't, it can't pick up our legs." And the guy's like, "No, no, no, it can. You have to do something cool with your legs like this." And we were like. No, that actually
2: can't work like that. i um, sort of debunking him live to his face. What
4: if they either get like Joy-Con shoes? Yeah, well,
2: or, or yeah. just like a, a strap of some kind, like a uh, holster. Like on your leg. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean there, there's a there's a quick draw <laughs> game in there. You can just shoot at someone. So um, cool. I don't need to buy any more accessories. There was a Switch. trailer this morning that showed uh, you cradle the gamepad. Like, uh, excuse me, the gamepad, the uh, Switch console. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. like, as a baby. You will, oh, in, the tra- yeah, in the trailer, yeah, just like really. This is this it, in the tra- in the
5: one two Switch trailer. There's a bit where the um, Switch is in like a bassinet, yeah. yeah, and you've got like run to it. Yes, please. prize and you've got like. So the trailer shows sleep. her, like,
2: put him back to sleep, she puts the, 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 the Switch co- uh, down, and then as she leaves, maybe a second pass, and Baby starts crying again. I'm just yeah. like, this I is should... not a game, this is real life. Do you, do you imagine uh... if it's like a flower baby, you've got to
5: look after your Switch controller throughout it's the like, day? Do you
3: remember, we were talking about in the office of today, do you guys remember babysitting Mama? It like cooking Mama, and then they brought a babysitting Mama, mm-hmm. and it's basically, it came with a baby, that you stuck the Wiimote in the back uh velcroed it up and then you basically looked after a baby oh, wow. like wow. i used to work on official Nintendo magazine so yeah. like we barely had games so like oh, wow. when that came in we were like all right
5: guess we got a review a whole issue and, on this yeah <laughs> that's a cover that's
4: kind of amazing um, <laughs> but <laughs> also <a> <laughs> the only thing i want less than a baby is something that simulates a baby, baby yeah like i just know part of me wants that
3: yeah i always yeah. I, never, I never wonder that like when you see like toy babies like this one is
2: crying it's like why is
4: that? Give me like a robot dog themselves. in the yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, that said, I like how creative they're getting with one.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. and and it, I think definitely like uh, one two is the showcase title for like what the what the technology yeah. is about yeah. And yeah, yeah. sort of HD rumble as you guys mentioned included. and like the Joy-Con and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. What about arms? What do you guys think of arms? Did you I play love it? arms. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was that. really
3: good. Ah. So like at first glance, it looks like. It's just like a silly sort of, uh, sort of like motion control game. Mm. But I played it with Joe a couple of times, and like, it's actually some decent deep combat in it. Like, there was like some really good like. By the third fight that we had, we were doing like proper tactics, and mm. we'd already learned blocking and stuff like mm. that. Um, and uh, yeah, because like you can also choose at the beginning. So I hope this is a big part of it. You choose what kind of like power ups you get. Yes. Um, correct. and you have to look at what the other person's getting. And by the third fight, I was looking at what Joe was picking, going, okay, cool. So he's going for like long range mm. stuff. But I'm going to try and mm. go for something else. Yeah like it seems like there's a lot more to That's it really cool.
5: there's, Joe there's I think made the, comp- the comparisons it, yeah. like what Splatoon is to shooters is, this is to fighters
3: because
2: yeah, 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 yeah. then
5: you're like learning about counter systems Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: well and it is very much about who moves first and how you're going <laughs> to react to it yeah. and uh, end that mind game because I felt the same way when I played it um, Just it was against a demonstrator who was very trained and by the way JC Rodrigo if you're listening <laughs> I don't like you because I got whooped like yeah. in this game <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of trying to read when he would punch or right. he was just straight up reading that I was throwing Punches like nobody's business, so he was like, "All right, I'm just going to weave around and just play with you this whole yeah. fight." Then round two, I switched up, and I noticed he like, was, "Oh man, he knows." And yeah, so yeah. there is a depth to it that Absolutely, I don't think yeah. uh, some of the commercials are really showing. No, I wouldn't folks. have guessed that at all. Yeah, yeah, it looks really silly. Like yeah, it looks no, really dumb. Yeah, and it's not uh, it's not wee boxing, which I think no. some people look at it and they're that's like, "Oh, it's just like flail friends, and you're yeah, going to win." Yeah. It's like, nah, that's not really what this is about. Is like, it? Um, Exhausting when you play?
4: Like, do you work up a sweat?
3: Nah, it's all right because you only because it's, it's very like small movements okay. so you do. You're not. It's not like we boxing where you're like actually yeah. like swinging and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really really small it's movements. So those Those yeah.
2: Joy-Con controls are super impressive. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Like no, them. for for sure. Um, any other games that stand out to you guys that either or either stood out or didn't? Like you played it and you were like, I just don't get this.
4: I played. Uh, is it Snip Clips, isn't it?
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Love it. I like I that a lot. Uh, yeah.
4: uh, it got surprisingly hard as well. So for those yeah. who don't know, it's basically you play as like a little shape and someone else is another shape and you can cut each other out to make Mm. certain shapes that you need to get through obstacles like one of them you have to sharpen the other player so they can pop a balloon and one of you has to pull the balloon down so you have to just figure out how to make the correct shapes to get through these courses and I really, really liked it. Like, yeah, I would spend hours playing that. Well,
3: that's the thing. Like, Joe and I replayed it a couple of times, mm-hmm. and we looked at other people playing as well. And like, from looking at other people, like they were solving things in a very different way to wow. we were. So it really reminded me of like scribble Scribblenauts in that way, where yeah. it's just like one person's going to play it one way, another person's going to try it completely another way. Yeah. Um, but we had a great time playing that. Yeah, like, how, how
2: long it is. Good. Uh So they, ha- yeah. I don't know if they put the number of puzzles out there, but it's a twenty-dollar download game. Okay. Um, and more, more interesting to me is that it. It's I believe one to four players. Right. So I can't Ooh. wait to see what a four player uh, snipper clips mm. puzzle looks like yeah. because it's already hysterical with two people. Yeah, I can yeah. only imagine. Because uh, there's a lot of like, you could also just mess things up and like cut pieces oh, yeah. off of yeah. people. It, and
4: it, it expects uh, you to do that because it's mm-hmm. the giving you can regenerate really quickly, yep. but there's yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. of really. Dumb decisions. I yeah,
2: had. we actually solved one uh, without cutting uh, a, like a single piece off of each other, and that's it was right. because I didn't wrap my brain around. Oh, I'm supposed to do that. I was just like, Oh, just angle yourself sideways. You got the pencil. All right, now yeah, turn yeah, this yeah. like Jump, and then it was just like trying to that's figure really it cool. out. Yeah, but I like that there are multiple ways to solve things. I yeah. think that's
3: really smart. Being able to game. cut other people really good as well. Because I was like cutting Joe. He's like,
2: Well, have you, why have you done that? <laughs> like, you just cut like a massive piece of me off. <laughs> just uh, to be a joke. Really good, that's yeah. A good. Yeah, let's play game. I feel like that's one that it'll yeah, be fun to kind of see folks like. Yeah. Stuff.
4: I also wanted um, to mention yeah. before we move on kind mm-hmm, yeah. have a piece about it that uh, we interviewed Kojima at RTX in Sydney yeah. with me and Lucy O'Brien from the Australian team and he said some really interesting stuff about the switch uh it, we weren't the first outlet to cover his thoughts, but he said something that was along the lines of um, "this is the extension of the gamer's dream," mm-hmm. and he referenced how the Switch kind of takes some examples from uh, Transpiring, which was uh, a Vita thing that you could do. Basically, yeah, the game. idea that yeah, basically the idea that you play something on your docked console and then yeah. you can take it with you wherever you go. And yeah. he was really impressed by it. Yeah, I imagine they're not going to de- develop any games for it, but people yeah. liking it is a pretty big
1: deal.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of the the dream behind this, this project, right? Just this idea of a system that you're playing all kinds of games on mm-hmm. and it has one function at home and it has a different function on the road. Um, there are so
4: many things yeah. that you can have at home and you can take with you. Yep. Including movies, a lot of Blu ray DVDs come with basically you can play it at home and then they have a code so you can get it on your laptop and take it that's with you. Right, that's right. Not a lot of games really offer that. It's just yeah. you have to play it in one setting and the Switch is one of the first things to ever completely change that.
2: Yep. And, and I'm, I'm intrigued by it, but I think of every time too, part of me thinks of every time too, that like, think of like KOTOR, a game that like I loved on, on the original Xbox and how that came out on mobile that works on my phone or it works yeah. on a tablet. And I downloaded it immediately and I was really excited. And then you know what happened? I never played it, yeah. Yeah. and so I wonder um, if uh, I if I'll still have the motivation with like Zelda. And I think I will because yeah. that'll be a new game, whereas like Cold yeah, a game I so. played before.
4: So
5: yeah.
2: maybe that's part of it. Well, I it think it's also
5: having the controllers on it, it makes yeah.
2: a huge difference. Big difference. Yeah. I agree. Xbox yeah.
4: kind of does that with the play Anywhere system, right? You get something on Xbox, you can also have it on PC, but it's still the idea that you can physically take your Switch with the same save file wherever you want to. Yeah, like yeah. it's different to having a PC in a living
2: room. Yeah, even even what people wanted, where they'd say, "Oh, I want." This on 3DS, and then I want the save—the save—to show up mm. on my way. It's like, no, this, this is too complicated. Like, yeah. what if it's you, just you smushing two things itself. together
5: that shouldn't yeah. really be me? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've I done it. Uh, yeah, we're definitely hopeful, and I think so. We'll move on to to round two and just talk a little bit about uh, some new information uh, with Switch that's come out. Uh, a trio of interviews coming from Time Magazine shed some light on some interesting features or, or just interesting quotes out there in general, and we're going to talk about some of them. Uh, so let's start with the. Uh, Right now, it sounds like everything is on the table as far as switch upgrades are con- mm. are concerned, and I, I feel like I got to eat a little bit of crow because last week I'm just like, no way would they update the dock only. Like I felt like the console itself, the touchscreen tablet part of yeah. it, would be something that could be up for an upgrade one day, and the quote was basically along the lines of, you know. Yeah, they, they, folks could, if a new version would have come out later, like, folks could decide to upgrade to that and that there's a modular nature to this thing. So it lends kind of itself to what else can you plug in or slide into those mm. slots on the side of the console mm. itself. Mm. Um, it's like vaping when people upgrade their like crazy vape <laughs> things as like
3: some kind of massive horn and stuff like that. It's going to be like That's that. what I
2: want for my switch. Yeah. yeah. Massive horns. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it does come with like a, I mean, it's kind of just an interesting stealth way to get folks involved in an ecosystem, I feel. Mm. Like, I don't know, I can't think of a product like it. Like, what other thing have you ever bought where, like, there were modular components like that that you were able to swap out? I feel out? like
4: the well, Wii racing wheel is probably the closest thing to that. It's mm. that's an accessory that, I mean, it's barely hardware, it's effectively yeah. a piece of plastic, right? But yeah. that is the kind of thing I imagine them doing yep. is adding in things that are specific to certain oh, areas.
5: Yeah, like, so the right is like a fishing rod or something yeah. like yeah. that. Some crazy stuff Yeah.
4: Which is awesome. Like, I yeah, love here. Yeah, it's ben.
2: gonna be weird. In no, I'm not into fishing. <laughs>
4: the first thing aside, fishing's not great. But aside from that, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Um, all right. So, then another one was uh, that there was a confirmation again that VR is still being investigated by Nintendo. Could be a Switch thing. I thought it was interesting how he answered the question, though, because it specifically asked uh, regarding is the launch version powerful enough for this? Mm. Um, and let's keep in mind, like, obviously, the launch version of that Switch screen is a 720p screen, which. Mm. Presumably, does not lend itself well to VR. Like VR is is about a higher resolution experience, is my understanding. But I kind of want to talk to some experts uh, to find out. I think
4: that that would work. The thing that would confuse me more, like it wouldn't work too differently to Google Cardboard. Mm -hmm. It's just that the switch is so
2: wide. Like, how do they? Well, there wasn't that pen that head-mounted display that you would. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah, But it's so <laughs> wide, right? Yeah, so I
4: feel yeah. like it has to be just That's much- too much.
2: You think so? Yeah. yeah. I,
5: I just think with one of those things, that quote, whether yeah. they just don't want to say no yeah. because VR is like very yeah. topical, and you just like you tie yourself into the statement that maybe one day, five yeah. years, later, like, you overturn it, but like
4: so people can't I, criticize. Yeah, it. I don't yeah. think
5: it should do. Like you, this whole switch, like. The Wii U people were confused about it. They came out with this very elegant announcement trailer where it's like, I get instantly what this <clears> is. <throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't stray from that yeah, for the first yeah. couple of years. Yeah, this I totally is this that. console that you have at home and then you take it with yeah. you, and it's the same experience. Yeah. And they should just like drive everything to that, I think. Yeah. For the, minute.
2: the thing that I like, though, if they were to enter the mm-hmm. VR space, is that I think the Joy Con controllers would be a very cool VR controller. Like, if yeah. you think yeah. about all the technology yeah. in them, that's the only reason I would be intrigued, but I don't think. Knowing them, I don't think there'd be a game. I think there'd be some kind of strange experience, like you'd be in the Mushroom Kingdom or Hyrule or something mm. where you're like there and they do cool things with art direction, which to me is the more interesting side of VR. Like, I'm not, I'm playing RE7 and I love RE7 right now, yeah. but it follows sort of a, a more realistic visual tone. Yeah. And so you kind of see right through it sometimes. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm trapped in a PS2 game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at times. Um, and so. I just feel like whereas when I played like Res Infinite in VR, I love every second of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so stylized and you're just being showered in mm. particle effects. Yeah, that's like said,
4: comparing the I mean we don't know that much about them, but comparing the Joy-Cons to the Oculus Touch controllers,
2: mm-hmm.
4: there's a lot of stuff that they're missing that people may be sure. used to by the time that they venture into that because yep. I mean Oculus Touch and the Vive controllers are incredible, incredibly really responsive. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you can do a thumbs up and the touch controller will recognize that motion at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. You can do a gun with your finger, like they it's it's very, very respectful. It's advancing well. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I worry that, like, you know, if they did simulate VR... It can assimilate balls inside there. That's <laughs> a good point. You don't know how many ice cubes are in there, yeah. but uh, yeah. given, like, maybe two years, if they venture into VR, I think that the Joy-Cons wouldn't suffice at that point compared yeah. to the yeah. other stuff that's already on the market. Yeah.
3: No, I think, around. like, yeah, well, Krupp's like, they've made it for a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Like... It, it like it to start doing like other VR stuff it, as you say like it is going to look not as good yeah and you uh, stretch it uh, and it's like thing. Mm-hmm. I
5: think they've got an awesome opportunity to be yeah, like, yeah, the, the first proper console that you can take with you that's yeah. A, yeah. an awesome proposition yeah, and they yeah, shouldn't like the size of it no and I think yeah. you're right yeah. like they don't want to say yeah. yeah
2: no and they don't want to say no I think that saying no yeah. makes them look like oh we're not negative we're not, and it's no, just like you yeah what you said you
5: tie yourself into that quote that you live by so when they do you go ah you said this five years ago.
4: But also the idea that it could potentially also support VR along with everything else does excite me. I don't necessarily want that right now, but the idea that it could, like, I mean, they've obviously succeeded in what they're trying to do. I'm like, cool. Let's go
5: back to it's a modular thing. Like, if people get really into it and they're comfortable with the idea, every like three years, like you upgrade your iPhone, you upgrade the central bit, yeah. And one year it's powerful enough to do VR without being cumbersome. That Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and just back to the point of controllers, I would say that like something like a Daydream View, uh, which that's the name of it, right? It's a very simple input controller. Like It's not meant to be as sophisticated as a Vive or yeah. as an Oculus. So if they were to do it, I think they could survive in that space. But I do see the point, though. Like, yeah, you guys would be a little behind because these controllers are so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, But it, it could be good enough. They could make their own. Um, speaking of good enough, apparently it is good enough uh, to... Uh, possibly port more uh, Wii U games to, it seems. Wii U or, I don't know if he meant Wii U or 3DS specifically, but the question was, uh, the context was, could Switch emulate Wii U games? And he answered, uh, this is President of the Company, uh, Tatsumi Kimishima, in case I haven't made that clear, Uh, Yeah, we could do that, or we could remake the game. And then he kind of leaned into it further, said, look, but reminder, like, Switch is not backwards compatible with games designed for other systems, currently not compatible with controllers designed for other systems, but support for certain controllers may be considered for a future update. In some cases, yep, or, or, uh, you know, you might need your GameCube controller for a Smash port, perhaps. Um, In some cases, games from past systems may be re-released for the Nintendo Switch system as either enhanced or original version. That was that part of mm. what we're like. Okay, like yeah. that's interesting uh, to an extent.
3: Yeah, no, that's really good. I think like they obviously thinking about it, and I think that's the thing with the Wii U because a lot of people did. There's a lot of games that people just haven't played. Yep. Mario Kart um, on there. Yeah, best
2: example, right? Of yeah. like a really good, good, solid game missing the battle mode that people wanted. So hey, we did it on Switch. Let's get that right. Mm. Um, but then you run into like Smash Brothers. Like if you were gonna do that with Smash, and early rumors seem to indicate that. Mm. Like, is that still going to be fresh if you announce it around December or something like that?
5: I guess it's you want to. If <laughs> that feels worse, if it pushes the next Smash back yeah. several years, yeah. But we'll you know, the big thing that everyone's talking about with the Switch is it doesn't have enough games. So I have no problem with them bringing all these games that a lot of people have never played yeah. and like really bulking out that initial catalog. Absolutely. So when it comes yeah. to like Christmas time, you're like. Loads of good stuff on here, yeah. And there's loads of things like they never did for Wii U. They brought Galaxy to Wii U and two, but not in HD. Yeah, yeah, so yeah th- they can right. have like this awesome catalog of games that they've put out in the last five Oconomy six years. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but agree. if it does push, new, if they go, oh, that, having that Smash game from the Wii U like ties us over for four years so we don't have to do the smash game that's not good don't yeah. want that.
2: yeah. um, although i think that last smash game almost killed sakurai <laughs> i mean honestly like so many characters so like that thing just yeah. would not go away and i love that um every reveal along the way was an event it almost was too much because yeah. like remember it was like a screenshot a day every weekday mm. plus like new character trailers whenever they came out the voting out. thing yeah, yeah like yeah. i just well, unless I
5: would, they transition I do- it and they make like smash like, overwatch yeah. yeah. Where that this is Smash. This is the version of the Smash. Yeah. And we'll add characters and we'll do seasonal events yeah. Yeah. and keep it going like new stages. Just, make ever yeah. just evolve it. Like what they want to do with Street mm. Fire, <laughs> where it's not like a, a sequel entry. It's like this is it's Smash. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: No, totally. I wonder how long they deliberated over having the cartridges instead of the discs for the Switch. Because mm. I mean the Wii U is backwards compatible, that's one of my favorite things about it, because I have an amazing library of Wii and Wii U <coughs> games. There's so many good games when you put them yeah. all together. I feel like if they were to have Wii U games on Switch, it would mostly be digital, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want wonder- to if they were like, okay, we cannot make anything backwards compatible if we don't have a disk drive, but it takes up too much space.
2: But then the other issue you run into with the disk drive is that it immediately makes portability a problem, yeah. right? Because the minute there's a spinning instrument inside of it that has to read that disk, and it's kind of like, when, remember your disk man? Remember like the And yeah. oh, you yeah. would like shake it yeah. like crazy yeah, just yeah, to Even
4: check. laptops rarely have disk drives anymore.
2: That's right. Yeah, That's really yeah, yeah. everyone's kind of pulled away. Yeah. Um, but um, another interesting quote that uh, came out of this is just that Nintendo is not making a successor to 3DS right now. And this makes sense that you have to say This,
1: yeah. but
2: was asked uh, basically along the lines of, Hey, are you done with two screens? And like, would you ever make a 3DS successor? And he just put it as no, we're still thinking of portable systems and we're thinking of ways we'll be able to continue bringing portable gaming systems out. Uh, so, yes, we are thinking of different ways, but ultimately, he said, We're just not making one right now. Yeah. That's um, a good idea, yeah, 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 and also, like, Hey, this is, but I mean, is this technically like it? Is he saying that just to cover his bases in case this flops, or like I almost feel like where, yeah. where does this fall?
3: You know, I guess it's it's really hard for him to say no. We're still working on a portable thing as well because the portable portability of the Switch is like one of the main selling points of it, That's and right. then for them to also have another portable device in it, like people are just going to be like, well, "What's the point of this?" Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Battery life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I hear you, and I, I just feel like uh, it is interesting though to see Nintendo move away from two screens. When at least for the portable, as far as that was concerned, it was really elegant, you know. And it, mm. and it had its time. It, it was fun with DS. It was. Cool with 3ds. Obviously, not selling as much because the gaming handheld. No matter how cool you make it, yeah. The mobile market has dominated to the point that like no one really wants to carry an extra device around unless you know you have a kid, then uh, it's a bit of an easier proposition. We carry them around sometimes because we care yeah. about a certain game on them, but let's be honest, you know.
4: Yeah, There's some games that like I love that a Nintendo. Like on the plane to Australia, I was playing Professor Layton versus uh, Phoenix Ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might be the other way around. I don't remember, but I love that game, and I can't yeah, really so imagine good. that working without. The dual screen. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could just split the screen in half and have them side by side, but yeah. like especially Professor Layton games really just lend themselves to that. Yeah, has been built with that in mind. It yeah. would be yeah, yeah. odd to see it without that.
2: I think. No, I agree. And then uh, it, it even sets up. The, have you seen on Wii U when they try to like put the two screens on one screen? What that's like, where like one is massive and then the other is like this yeah. big. <laughs> or vice versa, or you can have one up there. It just it was a mess. Um, as much as they tried. Uh, All right, next thing we got, uh, this was a separate interview, separate quote, but uh, Peter Moore saying, yeah, uh, you know, FIFA is for Switch is actually FIFA 18. Uh, It's being made by EA Vancouver, which is the development home for uh, FIFA series versus, like, people just assuming, oh, you'd probably just get some, like, studio no one's ever heard of to port it. Uh, And uh, he described the Switch version as being custom built for Nintendo's platform. Another case where maybe he had to say this, but my thing why didn't you just say this on stage? Why? I don't did-
5: know. Like, what's changed in the last. Well, presumably yeah. you knew then it was FIFA 18. I don't. I just, it's a bizarre thing. Cause it made more. Um, like we speculated more about a thing we didn't need to speculate. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, it was pointless and yeah. negatively too. Like, yeah, like yeah. It, it not being FIFA 18 made me like, oh, this is going to be like a bootleg version of FIFA. Yeah. It's not going to be the same thing. Because
5: that's what they used to do. They used to do it
3: all the time. We used to do so many features on like how they just release a new FIFA, but it's actually FIFA from like two years ago.
2: Yeah, uh, like yeah. The Nintendo version. Yeah, we ran into that with uh, with Vita, which w- it was like a prior version and it wasn't quite up to date, even though yeah. it did have some cool like uh, they had the, like back touch features, like yeah. you were able to yeah. like <laughs> shoot a goal by hit- picking the corner, mm-hmm. like on the back touch mm-hmm. which you know back when people were trying mm-hmm. just saying that was cool um, yeah I just I f- when I see things like this and the further away I get from the presentation mm-hmm. the further uh, the more I am underwhelmed by yeah. the third party section in general where I just felt like you didn't need to get people on stage committing to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. committing to like we're going to make a game like no just just pull out a trailer have them say two words get or have Kwaizumi say the whole thing but I don't know what that did to help your case. No. Yeah, for the system at all. I don't.
5: Yeah, yeah I think it's just really confusing. Like, yep. And yeah,
2: needlessness, though, so as well. Mm. Like, yeah. mm. um, Nintendo's quality of life initiative continues. This is another Kimishima quote just saying this is still going on. We're just, the challenge right now is to create a Nintendo product that will satisfy, satisfy consumers. That makes sense. Hold but- well on.
4: Some things that we were talking about yesterday um, that I think would hugely benefit the Switch, they don't currently have. Mm. If I could watch movies on it or read books on it, then I don't need an iPad anymore, basically, and browse the internet, which we know it doesn't have on launch. No, yeah. Which, I mean, those things make it an all in one device. On the go as well, which yeah. is huge. Like I, I would totally abandon my Kindle or my iPad if it yeah. did that. So I'm hoping it does eventually because that's how you satisfy. And change, yeah, it right? feels like they're
2: yeah. purposely not talking about that simply for the Clean reason that uh, yeah. they don't have it at launch, and so it's yeah. not really a major selling point. Like no Netflix, no internet browser. Um, although you can make the case who uses internet browsers on a, yeah. like a,
5: a small Netflix touch- would be yeah. brilliant because Netflix now that you can cool. download shows on Netflix mm-hmm. yeah. when you're on the go.
4: I think movies is a huge thing, like including Netflix. But I guess that
2: that's. Odd with
4: licensing, I don't yeah. really know. Well, it's also
2: interesting what uh, so, sorry what Sony and Microsoft did on the movie side, where they eventually turned into oh we're a destination where you can buy and rent yeah. movies from, versus like uh, having to sign, uh, sign up for Amazon or having to sign yeah. up for other services. I, just, I don't
3: know how many people actually use that. I don't mm. know how many people actually
2: download. So I used two on three sixty. Really? I actually bought like five movies on that thing. Huh. Uh, they were all. Probably like comic book movies, but yeah, uh, no judgment. This There's is a like eighty percent markup as well. <laughs> but I
5: think
3: like <laughs> Spent
2: Net- thirty quid on Iron Man three.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think Netflix is brilliant because you think about what you could do with Netflix. You can basically replicate what you do with Zelda. Yeah. You're watching the movie, you pick it up, and it's already downloaded, and yeah. you can keep on watching that on the tube.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. Um,
2: like, so appealing. We're going to get there, yeah it, yeah. it feels like we're going to get there, but it's a Did the Wii U
4: launch with Netflix?
2: Uh, I don't think it launched with it, but it does. Yeah, works quite yeah. well quite well. Yeah, it well. also yeah. launched with TV, which was a thing. You remember that? You can yeah. control yeah. your TV with yeah. it. yeah. Actually, I,
4: like, lo- I loved yeah. that, actually, that I could turn my TV on just with my Wii U and control everything. Yeah, and there was and this whole,
2: like, you can check what's on cable, and mm. you could, yeah. like, message your friends and be like, yeah. oh, look at this screenshot from Modern Family. This is so <laughs> cool. You did it once. you like, yeah, I'll
3: do this <laughs> all the time. Never again. The video chat thing, like, I use that all the time. Oh, yeah? Like, because all the people obviously all the people I knew who had a Wii U um like we had a colleague who worked in like a different office mm-hmm. so like we used to chat we instead of using Skype we started using like the Wii U because like you can draw on people and stuff like that yeah. it was like it made it like really really fun yeah like I hope it's got some stuff like that um
2: okay and then uh last thing uh on top of just what Alana just brought up just the whole internet browser uh, not at launch but uh mm-hmm. The eShop will be up for day one uh, purchases, digital purchases, he pretty much confirmed. Although, I mean, let's go to this quote. Next, uh, whether or not we can confirm it'll be there, uh, but we're not sharing further details at this time, which is part of the next segment, but I'm going to let y'all weigh in. I mean, were you okay. guys surprised? Because I feel like everyone's asking me this on Twitter, like, is the eShop up? I'm like, I don't...
5: I don't, I don't, well, don't it's not weird that you know. we're even discussing whether that's a thing. Like, yeah. of course you should have your shop ready to go on day yeah. one. Like,
2: yeah. yeah. That leads into this next segment. All right. So uh, here we are. And this next segment is mostly talking about, you know, Nintendo. Like, why so secretive? Like, I don't understand. Um, We know right now that the hardware can transform. It's modular. It's the portable console you take with you. That's cool. But here are things that have not been talked uh, talked about so far, and I feel like this all plays into something that you, I just see in a lot of uh, folks who interact with me on Twitter, that they almost sound paranoid, yeah, uh, like hardcore Nintendo fans are almost trained to be afraid when there isn't an answer. Yeah. Um, so the following has not been discussed. Number one, virtual console, and just the whole idea of Nintendo's back catalog with respect to Switch. Nothing so
4: and that's super important, too, because it's that directly impacts upon the actual value of the console. If I can carry an account over from my Wii U to my switch and keep my existing purchases, that gives me a dramatically larger game library
5: mm-hmm. like, I think that's really important, but, and the fact that they haven't announced that makes you think that's not true. It does, which it might not be. But it feels like that would be a great selling point. Yes, The fact that you haven't said it makes you suspicious. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. And also because historically they've not been good at having a unified system for all that. Uh,
2: For all the talk that they've been wanting to improve on it and they're aware of the feedback, I will say that when I bought my PS4, that was my favorite thing about it when I got Mm. it at launch was I booted up the console and immediately I had like five games when I had just bought one retail game. And that's a cool feeling. That's something that Further evangelizes your your box and gets yeah. people excited, mm. and especially when you've got probably the strongest first party catalog uh, of, yeah. of the the big three, right? Yeah. Like, let's let's not pretend that's not a thing.
5: Yeah, it's frustrating because you think because they do have this incredible back catalog of games. Yeah. You want them almost like to present it in like a, a digital museum. Yeah, you can enter yeah. it and play stuff, and they could preserve it, and it's like this awesome Nintendo archive. Yeah, like, that would be huge, especially like because feel, it's
4: portable. Like I yeah. can play any of the last. Twenty years of games that I have loved yeah. on Nintendo, yeah. wherever I want. That's such a selling point. It's, yeah. I mean, Jose, do you think that because they haven't spoken about it, it means it's not a thing?
2: I think if they don't talk about it within the next two weeks, it's not a thing. Mm. I feel like, um, I feel like anything is still up for grabs because this is such a new way to kind of un- unfold how a console is going yeah. gonna launch and all the features to it. And I feel like they got one part of the message so right, which was just like, hey, here's what the hardware does. Yeah, yeah. And this is an important detail that it just feels like uh, if you don't talk about it in the next two weeks, it's obviously not happening. I just
5: wonder, maybe like their internal strategy meetings is we just have to go all in on that because the Wii U is such a confusing announcement. I remember yeah. when the Xbox One was announced and they announced 400 things it could do. Yeah. And they were making original TV so shows bad. and movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... A, and it's too much. Yeah, yeah you're right. And whether they just gone let's see, we can announce all this later, but from now until launch we're gonna focus cool. on yeah. taking it out of that dark and also how cool the Joy Cons are. Yeah.
2: And it's yeah. worked. The like the pre-orders are doing are doing well. Like according to uh, one of the quotes from the interview that I didn't talk about was, you know, they're promising two million shipped by the end of March, which is the mm-hmm. end of Nintendo's fiscal year. And the, they're ramping up production, which hopefully means a lot. I mean, with Nintendo again, we're kind of trained to worry because we had some problems.
5: Four more, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: two million and four for the <laughs> next quarter.
3: <laughs> well, I think that that kind of helped, like the Wii. I think because mm-hmm. like you couldn't get a Wii anyway. It's
4: absolutely, like that with Amiibo. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, just yeah. like it. It it creates this sort of culture of like, oh, I really want one. Like because even if you didn't want one, because you can't have it, I you're like, that, oh, I really it want. It kind
4: of works against the Switch, though, right? Because a really easy way for the Switch to get sales is you take it to. The casual game is how someone yeah. who doesn't really play games and they see this cool thing and how yeah, to interact yeah. with it and they're like, oh, I totally want to buy one of those. And then they're yeah. like, what? I can't? and eh, never mind. And then they yeah. think about it. Either. Yeah, they're
5: not going to okay. persevere. No, that's fair. No. Yeah. And
4: I think for those people who this does appeal to in a way that Xbox and PlayStation doesn't, they really yeah. need to get on that. Yeah, cause those, be,
5: those yeah. people it's like an impulse buy. Like Absolutely. They play, they play yeah, one yeah, two yeah. switch and go, I have the best time
2: ever. I need yeah, so yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm gonna sound like a crazy man. Have you played Snip Eclipse? Like, hang on for a second. let me just give yeah, you a controller. Just open yeah. up that kick. Show stand. it to my
4: mom. So bad. Like, yeah. be like, play this. Like, she loves the Wii U and she has a 3DS. And I'm like, you also you use your iPad it. a lot. You, you're going to love this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's hard to sell without showing it to her. But even if I did, in theory, she wouldn't be able to buy one because they don't have supply right now. When,
2: and Nintendo nostalgia can be so powerful, right? I mean, look at the NES Classic, which I mean, they've come out and said like, hey, we we definitely didn't anticipate the numbers we got. And I mean who could have, right? Like I mean Genesis has had that device. Atari has had that device. I feel like no one really shed a like anything. I felt like it came and went, and sure some people were really excited, but it wasn't to the level of that thing. That thing was on a whole nother level.
4: A really cute quote we got from Kojima was he said he was saying that he really wanted the US version of the uh, mini nest because it comes with punch out. And apparently, the like Famicom version doesn't come with Punch Out. Yeah, that's right. I really want to play Punch Out. Wow.
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't have taken him as a fan. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Punch Out. Two hundred dollars, Kojima. Talk to me. (laughs) He's got it. (laughs) it. Yeah, I do. Um, All right. uh, Another thing that has been mysteriously left out: uh, general user experience. And what I mean Mm. by that is not the portable console to home. Like we've seen people rip it out of the dock in almost every video. I'm talking about. When you are browsing around that UI, yeah. like what is that like? Like when I when I run into someone with a switch on the street, can I just can we be friends right then and there? Mm, yeah. Like what what kind of communication is there between you and your friends on day one? So we
4: know okay. there's the third party mobile app for online communication. Well, there's a there's a there's I'm
5: still really confused about been, what yeah. that is. Right, I yeah. don't are.
4: really. I think that that is what facilitates <laughs> voice chat.
5: Yeah, mm. that's been so, what they've said. Like,
4: yeah. does that mean that if you want to <laughs> find
5: someone on the street, what, what can we use to facilitate voice chat? phone yeah,
1: <laughs> brilliant.
2: <laughs> you know what we thought, were doing on it. Wii U? We were doing freaking Hangouts calls on yeah. on Splatoon, like me, Pear, and other folks in this office. That, uh, yeah, that that's yeah. Don't get me started.
4: I mean, yeah, if I want to friend someone that I that I meet, does it mean that I have to like friend them on my phone rather than on the Switch? Oh, it
5: doesn't have Street Pass, does it? No. no, no, they've said that. Bonkers!
3: Yeah. That would be a great system. Speak class games are some yeah. of the best games on 3DS. like yeah. they're so yeah. good and so
2: much fun. What's that most recent one with like the ninja that gets fired out of a cannon and yeah. you're trying to grab like the different <laughs> items you need to kill a boss on top yeah, of a yeah. mountain? It's it's the wackiest concept in the world, yeah. uh, but but it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I feel like just things like that, regardless of pre-order sales, regardless of of, of numbers and how well this thing seems to be doing. Yeah, it's like you got to give people something new to talk about. Uh, before I feel like yeah. before this thing comes we've out. seen
5: a snippet of the UI from like a dev tweet that they were meant yeah. to do. So we've seen like <clears throat> yes. kind of what the user interface looks like. It's
2: white.
1: That's it. I, saw, yeah. I thought
5: it was a black one that we saw. I've seen the two versions. I think you can switch. Yeah. yeah, We've gotten
2: very few details. Like there was like, a, they answered some email questions and like one of them was like, hey, uh, you can uh, switch... Uh, eShops by having a different account for each region and you can have up to eight accounts per system. There have been like little things like that but I'm just yeah. surprised for Nintendo, a company that loves to sort of overmarket things or market things in a very Japanese way.
4: Not a word. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean I think that we'll you might be right in saying they're trying to focus on the one thing yeah. above all yeah, else, which is the appeal of portability. Yeah, money.
5: and they maybe just think, like, you know, also like UI, that's the thing we care about. Yeah. Like, the, right. like, yeah, yeah, like a lot of mainstream people, like, if they dropped an asset, it's like a switch. And like the last thing they saw was this really cool lifestyle video. Yeah. The next one's like, here's what the loading screen looks like. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't stop like, like Apple from, like, I remember when the Apple Watch was coming out, I was so intrigued by it. Yeah. I, every well, time yeah, they had a video come out, you'd see, and so you turn the digital crap and this is what happens mm-hmm. when you get a phone call and I would, yeah. I would be all over that video. I bet you there are plenty of people who would be all over uh, yeah. the equivalent yeah. for, for Nintendo. I guess
4: I'm not that interested in seeing the UI because I'm just expecting it to look like the Wii U. Alright. Like I'm just... Expecting tiles, you know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think sure. a thing I can flip through. I just sterile,
2: I, not very much timing, personality. Because yeah. we you had some personality. Well, when, you put um, it up, Pic- you had a, an army what? of people on oh, Yeah, yeah or when you do like um, yeah.
5: file transfers and Pikmin carried uh, across your yeah. Yeah. data. Yeah. Oh, remember that? It awesome. Yeah. That
2: was cute. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, maybe it's, they're just trying to keep that stuff under wraps,
5: sorry. Yeah. The yeah. Pikmin thing is really sad.
2: Where
3: were we talking about the other day? And there's like the really sad. So look, but you know, when you transfer your system update from like one 3DS to another, it's Pikmin that takes them all across. And then, so, on the 3DS, and then one Pikmin gets left behind.
4: <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. How and sad is that? And you just got to stay on the
3: old and one. He's stay on the old one, yeah. That is really sad. That is I really sad. That. Did not notice.
4: Heartbreaking. I
3: know. Yeah. Someone told me that the other day, and it actually broke my heart. I was oh. like, oh my god, it's just in, like, my
2: house somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> shed a tear, yeah, all right, um, uh, we do uh Gav, you brought this up, but also yeah. like what what is replacing meverse? like they've said meverse is not coming along, but they've yeah. said you can sh- you know take screenshots. And it's like, well then what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, the, how's that gonna work? The Wii
3: U Miiverse, I think, is one of the coolest communities like of any gaming console or anything. Like so many talented people like doing amazing drawings. Like yeah, as I said, I used to work on the official Nintendo magazine. We used to have like six pages dedicated to Miiverse because there were so many amazing like artists and stuff hanging out in there. Like Sakura was always there, yeah, like and people were like drawing stuff. Like there was this really weird uh, in the Rabbids uh, like sort of sub uh, Miiverse bit, there was this really weird thing where everyone was drawing pictures of Willem Dafoe for months. And it was just like all these amazing pictures of Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Like, some really funny stuff going on there. And, like, I'd be absolutely gutted if they don't have something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, like, I used to hang out, like, not hang out, but I used to be, like, in the Miiverse. just say like, you hung out. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. Let, yeah. let it okay, yeah, no, I used to hang he out. With them Defoe. Yeah, like, for mm-hmm. ages. And it was just like, just going, like, I spent hours on it, just looking at all the different stuff that people have done, like, yeah. little jokes and things like that. Like, oh, it was so good.
2: So I'm tempted, before I continue going down this Miiverse rabbit mm. hole, I kind of want to talk a little bit about your time at Official Ninja- Nintendo yeah. UK magazine. Is That's that right? right. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk about any of that at all? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, so what was that like? Like, what what sort of the format? How close are you to like information and, and news when you were doing that? Or what was the experience like? Like, when did you get hired?
3: Uh, I got hired like uh, I was. Used to, I was working on like a sports uh, TV show, and then I got hired to do like a, a weekly video show called. Um, Nintendo TV. I don't know why. I could not remember that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> difficult. <laughs> it was called Nintendo. No. Um, um, basically, so I was like, I was, so then I started working with the official Nintendo magazine guys to do that. So as part of that, I was like writing for the magazine and stuff. But yeah, it's one of those things where you've got to make an entire magazine about Nintendo stuff at times when either people didn't like Nintendo or there was nothing coming out. Um, and the amount, like I remember having to do, there was like one E3 where like nothing happened. So we did like, and we were trying to meet with Nintendo to be like, Hey, we're your official guys. Like what's going on? And they like, they were like nothing. Like we, we got awful access and stuff like that. I
4: had to make weekly Um, news videos for Zelda universe. Yeah. Uh, every week (laughs) or over a year, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was hard. Is it was that like, always oh
1: my god! <laughs> what are you
4: Talking about oh, we would do. Yeah. I would like some weeks. I would be like, "Here's some cool fan art." Like yeah. it was like I just I had nothing to say. Oh yeah, so. fan
3: art was massive. Oh, That's like six like, pages. I got I mean, yeah, yeah. six pages of reviews. So. Yeah. Um, it was really hard as well. It was like when, like you know, it'd be like we'd be gearing up towards like a really big game, and then because like um, I wasn't a massive fan of Donkey Kong Country Returns, even though I love Donkey Kong Country, mm. and it's like you spend so much of your life in and making videos about one thing, and then when it comes out, you're just like, oh, it's not
1: good. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it, it's too
3: hard, <laughs> and stuff like that. But then it also means, like, like I've got a huge... Um, like, especially when the Wii U first came out, because like the amount of games that I played that are actually quite rubbish games, but I just still love them, like The Cave. Mm-hmm. I think The Cave is a particularly good game, but yeah. it was, like, one of four games that we had. Finally so I was just it like, yeah. And it's like that one... What was the people who did... Um, uh, World of Goo, who did, like, the Fire game. Oh, like, Little
2: Inferno. Yeah, yeah Little I've Inferno. Like, that, yeah. that's not
3: a good game. But, <laughs> like, I love that. Cause <laughs> the it was a
2: game where you burn stuff. Because it was on Wii
3: U. Like, actually, no, that is a good game. Yeah. Uh, but it's just very, very strange. But, yeah, you, you have a little you end up loving these little things that nobody else loves, like Tank, Tank, Tank. Who else likes Tank, Tank, Tank?
4: I like Tank, Tank, Tank. Good, eh? Well, my favorite game is a bad game. It's Deadly Premonition. Okay, It's a yeah. truly terrible game, but yeah. it's my favorite game. Like, as a game, wouldn't recommend oh, anyone plays it.
3: Tank, Tank, Tank is better than
2: Deadly Premonition. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Did you have a, a favorite story or a favorite thing that you worked on while you were there, or something that just blew your mind the day that it happened? Oh, actually,
3: like, we were one of the first people to see Zombie U.
2: Mm. um so
3: Chambu. yeah so <laughs> it, we went to the uh, ubisoft montpellier offices um and it was a, like a, like ubisoft montpellier is like one of the coolest times i've ever had it's like i interviewed like Michel ancel on like the last it was basically their rap party for rayman origins mm. and i was in the middle of an interview with him and uh he was like he's just an amazing person anyway mm. but it was like on the beach and it was this amazing sort <laughs> of like french pie and you guys did, make out very close, Pretty romantic. But like, I was interviewing him, and in the middle of the interview, he's like, uh, "I'm sorry, I'm just gonna go over here and play with my band." And then he just like got up in the middle of the interview. I was just filming by myself. Like, he walked over and then played <laughs> a cover of uh, "Get Lucky" with his band. Well,
4: now he, I'm mad at he, you for not. And it it.
3: he was on the, uh, the bongos. Amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> But there was, there was this really awkward moment in Zombie U. Like, we went to see it. And it's like, obviously, it's based in London. So mm. they were really excited to have us there. And they were like, oh, like, look at this. Like, they were showing us, like, all these different places. Like, yeah, we went to London on this big, like, recce. And we were, like, taking all these photos and stuff like that. And they were like, I don't know if you remember. Like, I love Zombie U. I think it's brilliant. Mm. Um, but your sort of, uh, head, like, headquarters mm. was in, uh, like, an underground, an underground station. Okay. But they set it in Shadwell, which is it's not an underground station Mm -hmm. like it's overground (laughs) and it was this really awkward moment this is like a month before it came out so was this really awkward moment they were like yeah so like um have you ever been a shadwell i was like yeah yeah yeah." and they're like i was like i don't live very far from shadwell and they were like oh yeah so like you know it's, it's based in that underground i was like i don't want to be a clown here but like just so you know Shadwell is not um, <laughs> <laughs> on the oh, underground boy. like so it wouldn't have that logo it would have mm. like an orange logo
5: The boss is like "Fumi, like what do you do on this research yeah <laughs> like, there's a lot of photos of pubs like the pubs are really good in the game yeah. but Shadwell is terrible that as well That they got their
3: like on that same trip though they got their uh, revenge because they gave us a bunch of like screenshots and stuff and on one of the uh, screenshots was just like obviously people it, it's a zombie apocalypse so people just writing stuff on walls mm. and stuff like that mm. in the world mm. and Someone had just written "fu" uh, on some wall, and then we ran a screenshot of that in official Nintendo magazine without realizing, uh, and no. that went out to a bunch of kids.
1: I, <laughs> can you know how uh, stuff
3: works right uh,
4: ethically for you working for that magazine? Like, yeah, is it, f- it funded by Nintendo? No. So there is really no pressure to report on anything positively.
3: Like, we had a license with them, but mm-hmm. um, so I think I don't know who paid who for whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, Let's use the name. Yeah, but we never got anything.
4: I mean that's like, good though.
3: Yeah, like it, it would be really that. sad when you'd be like we ne- like we never got interview got interviewed like Miyamoto or anything like that, and then oh. we'd see like other places getting. Actually, we'd look at IGN and be like, oh, IGN's got access <laughs> to Miyamoto E3. We turn up and like they wouldn't even let us play the games for oh, like man. more than once. Like, so it was pretty bad. But they're yeah. a fit. But it was also,
2: official uh, Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> if you know
3: who I am, no, yeah. If you could make forty-eight pages about like Nintendo every single month, like it was a really really good laugh so that's good
2: Mm. That sounds yeah. awesome. Uh, for anyone listening, uh, if you're not familiar with who Michelle Ansel is, let's yeah. assume someone out there is like, "Who the heck is that?" Yeah. Give them the short version. I mean, we're talking about Rayman creator. We're also yeah. talking about Beyond Good and Evil.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like one of. The, I think he's one of the most amazing developers. Like, um, there was like, we, I mean, when we went to see Zombie U as well. Like, he started out in that studio, and like, it's a really boring studio. It's like offices, like white walls and stuff like that. And when his team were working on Rayman Origins, he's like nah this won't do and he took his entire team bought a villa in town and moved this entire sort of development team into a villa and it's like this is where we make games now and you walk in and it was just like this place is amazing yeah like people were making really cool stuff
2: yeah right? no he he's he's quite uh the, the i don't want to call him the character but he is a very interesting fellow in that yeah, yeah. he has that much pull within the organization yeah. like his yeah. team you can have be just a lot included. of those kind of
5: individuals yeah. who they they've do. empowered and like yeah you, you do crazy stuff That's That's right. your job can yeah. just be you can just, Create folders full of ideas.
2: Yeah. 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 And meanwhile, on the press side, we're like, can we talk to Michel Lansell? Like, nope. He yeah. won't talk to you. Really? Nope. And you're like,
1: yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't talk to That's because I, I
3: reckon him. with him, they'd just be afraid of what he'd like. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: doesn't yeah. Care. No. He's just
3: going to go off on one. Like, yeah, also, yeah. like, who is the guy that Joe interviewed recently? Tommy? um Uh, I can't remember his name, but another guy at Ubisoft anyway. He's like Tommy Francois, that's it. Tommy Francois, he's he's amazing. And he's like an amazing dude who's worked on like a bunch of stuff. I interviewed him once when he was working on Assassin's Creed. What was he working on when Joe...
5: Um, I think it was just general General stuff. General Ubisoft
3: stuff, yeah. But he's like this really eccentric dude.
5: And uh, like... Did Joe ever put that interview up? Because like some of the stuff. No, we still we still saying. got it. We still got it. We don't know how <laughs> to quite frame it, but it is it, one of those
3: things like no, every now like, and again we go he, back to he
1: it. Here's the like. mad
5: genius that works inside <laughs> Ubisoft because <laughs> yeah. he goes on wow. these like amazing metaphors. Yeah. And just
1: wow. talking about like Dreamscapes
5: so, and Dreamscapes, like Salvador that, yeah. Dali, yeah. just like bonkers that stuff. That sounds amazing. And that's what well, you well, asked about. I saw him do a lecture at like BAFTA in London and his job is to go and make research files when They're like developing a game, so he just comes to San Francisco and just go around filming every part of the city oh. for Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, and he'll just make folders that he will give to the art team and the yeah. devs and go, This is the Bible for Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, and basically they'll go and shoot like 200 hours of footage. Yeah,
1: wow. that's cool. And that's his job.
2: Oh, yeah. Doesn't that's sound half bad. Yeah, very, very.
5: I think they made steep because they wanted to go skiing. Yeah, <laughs> essentially.
2: All right. Uh, thanks for sharing. I really no worries, man. those stories. Let's, uh, let's move on then to uh, round four, and we're going to talk about uh, everyone's favorite section, the question block. So these are uh, viewer and listener submitted questions. Uh, send them to us at nvc at ign.com. We always are open to try and answer some of them. And this one is one we've been getting for a while. I've been meaning to get to it, and now we have the time. Uh, let me just make sure I have all the, uh, the pages set. I do. All right. Uh, so this one is from, uh, hi, I'm Marshall Grudick, and uh, I'm proud to have autism, and I have a question about metroid and its 30th anniversary uh, from last year he says do you think metroid is just a very complex nintendo franchise to promote market recognize and more importantly that it doesn't have the wide popular range as mario zelda and pokemon he feels that of all nintendo's franchises it's just tricky with metroid uh, and it's driven by he feels that it's a character driven by one franchise doesn't have a vast world of characters in history to connect with like you know hyrule for example and uh, as much as he likes some of the games, he feels like they're not Mass Effect famous or even Boba Fett famous. He, he jokingly calls it. Like, what do you guys think?
3: Yeah, I guess it is quite hard. But also, when you think about it, it's like it's quite an easy.
5: It
2: it's should be the easy, easiest game to yeah. make. Cause it's, uh, like, with a gun, yeah.
5: like, space-based first-person shooter. Boom. Mm-hmm. done. On GameCube, that's maybe.
2: Which was a super popular franchise, yeah, 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 genre, like in video games. Yeah, yeah. like it, especially once Halo hit, it was like you could do sci-fi to death. And I yeah. feel like you saw the Prime games, but then nothing but also yeah. how many games
5: do we still describe as metroidvania yeah like, yeah. Dark Souls, like that's a format people really dig and lots yeah. of other games are doing it now and mm. Nintendo aren't doing it so I think
4: I wonder if it's because it's not seen as, as family friendly Mm. the sci-fi aspect it's not yeah. you know it's not as colorful as among like Other end was Pokemon?
1: dark
3: like yeah. I liked Other end, yeah. but like that's a really dark game yeah. about like a weird relationship between like a soldier and her sort of like boss yeah. like yeah. it's so
1: strange maybe they the don't is, yeah. they don't
4: want to do that kind of thing again I don't really yeah. know but like I mean they definitely aren't as popular as say Pokemon or and
2: mm. uh,
1: no.
4: I mean but, everyone I know who has played Metroid, loves Metroid. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I know anyone who hates Metroid. I'm sure and that's it's
2: people, the, but. Yeah, and that's the thing know. that I find strange is because Metroid is one of the Nintendo franchises that, like, critically yeah. have been reviewed so well. Like, you look at Super Metroid, which is considered one of the greatest 16 <laughs> bit games yeah, like yeah, of yeah. This generation. You have Metroid Prime, which is, again, considered one of the greatest of its time. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about a franchise that, uh, for the most part, Federation Force and other M aside, Mm -hmm. have had lots of critical praise, but we do see examples of games that, like, regardless of critical praise, they just don't end up selling well either because of lower marketing budgets or um, just they just didn't catch on. Like Sands of Time is, I thought, one of my favorite Prince of Persia Mm -hmm. games of all time. Tanked, like, didn't do well. Yeah, yeah. didn't sell well. It's one of those classic uh, examples of. 9.0 or higher on the review scale, but then nobody bought it. I feel that way
4: about Dishonored 2 right now. It's my game of the year last year, and it just hasn't sold very well. Yeah, it's a fantastic
2: game. Yeah, no, I love that game a lot. Um, Yeah, I I think it's a tricky thing to solve, but I don't know if it's necessarily at fault because it's not as accessible as Mario or Zelda. I I just think somewhere in between, something's getting lost between the critic 10.0, whatever, that they give the last Metroid, and when it's coming out, I don't know. It's got to be a marketing thing. Like I just don't get it.
4: It has to be. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if it's like they don't know what to do with the tone when marketing it. But I, I think we'll see another Metroid game. Yeah. yeah it's not done. Yeah. Don't know when.
2: Yep. Agree. All right. Uh, next one. Um, this email comes from Dan, who is a lifelong uh, Nintendo fan. and hasn't missed an episode of MVC. He says, "Thank you, Dan." Um, so, some thoughts on the smartphone app uh, voice chat thing that uh, we have all been here just <laughs> perplexed about. On other consoles, headsets uh, connect to the controller, but with Switch, it doesn't seem to be that simple. If you're in portable mode, it makes sense. Mm. And when you're docked and you don't have the, you're not close uh, to the system or not close to the console, or have audio jacks in all of your controllers. What about games like Arms, where like you're using the Joy-Con separately? Mm. If you to plug in a controller he's asking do you think they consider it too awkward to unplug and replug when switching controllers too costly to add or just too costly to add 35 millimeter jacks I don't think it's the second I think it's more the yeah. first Yeah. Um, versus uh, we've also speculated on the show it's a battery thing where like if you're online that has to be an issue too Yeah. but I think he makes a good point right you're playing arms where are you I and controller? also like yeah. if you've got
5: headphones in not, that's going to really affect your experience with the game audio yeah. I don't yeah, and but when you that throw that a work? punch, yeah.
2: like it, it I guess that slack like that would be a little weird. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't ooh, don't... hang on, I lost you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: I uh, in terms of audio have no issue with the mobile app. Like I've played games Online with people in Australia who have terrible connections because mm-hmm. that sucks. So we would just talk over Facetime instead of talking over like Xbox Live or PSA. Right, okay, and yeah. so I have no problem with that whatsoever. The the thing that's strange to me is the idea that I would need a, a mobile app to friends list or send messages. That's yeah, odd. Yeah. But I mean, I agree. Logi- logistically, I hadn't even thought about that. It doesn't make sense to have an audio jack in the Joy Cons, especially like which one would you have it in? Both? Yeah, like that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, like,
2: yep. no, that's true. Um, and and to. Uh... There was something to your point, yeah. They—it's it, funny to me that like we right now know you can probably friend a person through the app, but we have no idea if the console can do it. And to me, that is bonkers. Yeah, bunker. yeah. yeah. Like, that is just straight up something out of like a really bad story. I'm yeah. like, how is this possible? Yeah, that we know this, but we don't know that. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Next question. Uh. This one is a super deep dive into Zelda. And this is our. Uh. We got one more after it. This one's also kind of long. All right. Also, I forgot to write the person's name. I'm so sorry, whoever you are. Uh, Good job, man. I usually get this right. All right. So, um, basically, we have a new Zelda installment that's about to come out, and we know that critically, Nintendo uh, Zelda has done well in the past due to you know technical innovations, unique gameplay, or storytelling elements, or just the epic trek through Hyrule, is how he frames it. He's wondering, for those who have had the opportunity to play it, what is going to set this game apart. Not only from the Zelda franchise, but also from other open world games. Do you think there is something about Breath of the Wild that does set it apart, or do you think that this game will be criticized for being too similar to the slew of open world action adventure RPGs that have trickled out of the West for the past few years? Skyrim, Witcher, also the imminent Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, like when we played
5: Zelda for the first time in E3, like everyone was like buzzing about it.
1: Yeah.
2: But it was really weird. I think I spoke to
5: Sam about this. Everyone was coming back and praising it for things that I've done in loads of other games for years. Yeah. And it's almost like we were appreciating the fact that Nintendo had acknowledged new mechanics other people have innovated. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that strange, because that's not the thing that kind of appealed to me initially. I think the thing from the last trailer that I think could set this one apart is story. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. fact that they've got a voice cast Mm -hmm. could make this... More engaging yeah, a yeah. narrative than any previous. That
2: sounds like you're praising them for them getting there versus yeah. like yeah, he's yeah, yeah, doing yeah. It for you. Yeah, yeah, just to No, no, no absolutely, it, yeah. absolutely. Um, it's I mean, inter- it's, yeah. it's a tough
4: question. Uh, weirdly enough, one of the things that appeals to me the most, especially as someone who hates cooking, is the cooking. Like, I really like the survival elements in it that I've played. I don't I like. I don't know why I'm drawn to that, but I feel like it's quirky in a way that the other games listed aren't necessarily. Um, and I also just really like the the kind of cartoony aesthetic of taking something like skyrim or the witcher and putting it in something that is really bright and beautiful and more like a fairy tale than a gritty medieval fantasy makes it different mm. to me for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. Uh, there are definitely similarities to other open world games and i i feel like zelda won't let me down and will have innovations of its own um but at the same time that the puzzle formula like knowing that that's going to be there knowing that we have different races like gorons that sure i love for nostalgia but it's there's enough variety of stuff yeah. that I know will be as a staple of Zelda, as well as the open world stuff. That you know, I'm sold. Pretty
2: I much can't answer on this, but I'll let you go next if you want. I think
3: the thing that sets it apart is it's a Zelda game. Like the Zelda games are just amazing, and they're better <laughs> than like most like adventure games. And now it's just them trying like an open world version of it as well. Like that's what's going to set it apart. Like mm-hmm. it's got Link in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's better than Skyrim already.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, I think the thing that stands out to me and I agree with Krupa that uh, you could definitely interpret some of the, the high praise out of E3 as oh, other games have been doing this for years, why is it special when Nintendo all of a sudden gets there I did feel though that you know in the open world games i've played there are adventures that i stumble into but i didn't feel like the world was playing the biggest part in that and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is like how interactive this world seems to be where like you're chopping down trees or like you're cooking mm-hmm. or like you're sort of minecrafty um, in a way yeah mm-hmm. just kind of wandering into these adventures um and how they seem to make sense where like something as simple as just like hey i've got this club that i stole from the enemy. i'm just going to put it in front of a fire and there's just this level of interaction that I think other games have definitely done before. But when you think about, like, you set off a trap in Skyrim, it's sort of you find the switch and it's like, do you want to activate the trap? Yes or no? Where's in this one? You just straight up push a boulder off the edge yeah. of a of a hill and it just rolls down and takes out some Bokoblin. And I feel like there's a language and a grammar to that world that the more I play it, the more interesting it. Potentially can be, and I haven't played enough of it to really know. Yeah, I think
5: it. hopefully it's that, that fancy fulfillment where we've all played other games for years since we were kids, and you'll probably remember Hyrule in like Ocarina or be, before that being like that. Mm-hmm. Like you'll go back and go, yeah, it's this huge open world. That yeah. Well. If you go back, it's not really. It's not, yeah. But this could yeah. be that finally. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. One, yeah, yeah. well, this is coming from someone too who like I I have nothing but unending respect for like the CD Project Red guys and and the world they made. Say with The Witcher. Witcher is amazing. Um, really the good. one thing the witcher didn't uh do right for me was combat i constantly felt like the early going combat i felt like i wasn't uh either wrapping my head around it right or uh, it it is definitely dense and deep but it was something that i felt like i was like scratching enemies with a pencil you know like it wasn't like i didn't feel like when i took a heavy swing so much better in
4: uh three than two as well yeah two is even worse like yeah but
2: um, yeah. And so with with this game, with Zelda especially, I feel it's more approachable, it's easier to kind of get in, much like a like a Minecraft to an extent, not in terms of combat, but in terms of approachability. And in yeah. terms of like, I'm in this world, there are rules to it that somehow make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just want to... Fly on a kite, let go, slow mo, shoot that guy, shoot that guy, like just yeah. live out the Lego Lust fantasy um, in Hyrule.
5: You've been wanting that um, game for years, haven't yeah. you?
2: I, I kind of have, um and I feel like you know we got a taste of it with a Link Between Worlds, but it still felt small. Yeah. Whereas when you look out at what this game is basically promising you, like you're going to climb any any mountain, which uh, again you can point at some other games and. I don't think they promised that, but that's definitely something that may or may not have made it in. Um, I'm just fascinated by that and how yeah. you're able to like mess with the world. Like, I can make a potion that's going to make me hang onto walls for triple the time. Yeah. I can climb the highest mountain and be like, "Yeah, I did that." Mm-hmm. Um, I think like that. I don't know. I've, I've obviously put a lot thought into this, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like um, th- these are the things I'm curious to find out how they deliver on. And I definitely, yeah. I mean, as the guy who's going to take the bullet on the review, I'm just like, uh, yeah. we'll see.
4: Sorry about the death threats in advance.
2: Yeah. Not thanks. from me. Yeah. Maybe. No. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, sh- you only sit two deaths away. I'm going to have to be a, a, a it's, careful. Like, it's like, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I just changed my profile. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of like upside down. <laughs> um, all right. So this is our last question. And then we got to go. Uh, this one is from uh, Paul, I remember to write your name down, uh, New York, who says, uh, So this morning, uh, or the morning of this email, he got uh, what he considered the single most important announcement for Switch so far, which was that this version of FIFA is coming to Switch. Um, FIFA being the biggest sports franchise in the world, getting a proper Switch version will uh, definitely boost overall interest outside of the traditional gaming slash Nintendo demographic. And I just want to agree with Paul here that there's some truth to this. Like We look yeah. at MPD sales charts in, in, in the West. I don't know what you guys see in, in Europe per se, like which list you check out, but you always see the sports titles high up there. NBA 2K, yeah. FIFA... Um, depending on they haven't installed fan base base,
3: they're going to buy every single one of those games no matter what you know every year like 90% of those people are going to come
2: back isn't the crazy
5: style FIFA sells more than all the other ones combined
2: dude soccer is just I I love it I mean soccer is just this global sport it's unlike anything right like baseball has its niche American football has its niche but but uh, soccer slash uh, football overseas is just incredible. Mm. Um, I love it as someone who is a more recent fan within the last five years, I think yeah, that 's yeah. awesome. Uh, so he asked, what are your thoughts of this announcement and other franchises? Uh, oh excuse me, and what other franchises do you think could transcend the traditional gamer and would really spell success for the system?
4: I mean, Call of duty and Battlefield mean success, but i don 't know how well they would work on the switch or if that 's the right market um, but yeah. yeah, for sure nBA like mm-hmm. Sports well, games obviously huge thing.
5: But like, if those are, it's interesting. So he's already tempted by the Switch because if you're into like FIFA or Call of Duty, you already have the console that can do that. Yeah, you probably. Want
2: so to right play now, the what are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just the idea that you can take it out, I'm sure. Like, there's something that right. Like, think about your your seasons in like FIFA or or even in an NBA and uh, the whole like uh, RPG. Yeah, that's a a good point. Like, I see a lot
5: of people on the London Tube playing um, FIFA on iPad and iPhone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I live uh, in a in a house with some hardcore soccer fans, and every time someone comes to visit, it's just this showdown in the next room. Oh, in our office, um, in
5: our office, we have like a communal area where we have a PS4 set up with FIFA on, Mm -hmm. and it's like our sales team and like yeah. they play it every single day yeah. without fail. Yeah. And all year, like we've put other games in there and they never Just
4: get. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Minecraft is also another one. Like yes. I would buy Minecraft for the fifth time on Switch. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Especially if it's like the um, Pocket Edition. Like it's hugely successful. It's a really easy thing to sell a console. Yeah. Maybe people already have the Pocket Edition so why
2: get it on the it. I was going to say
5: Dark Souls but then I don't know if I would want to play that movie. That's too stressful. Imagine yeah. if you were like Got always seeing a smile down, and you have to like, and then
2: you just throw a, your switch yeah. at a wall.
5: Stand
3: by. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's a, that's the thing is like with Minecraft and with like these games, like Minecraft, you can just play for as long or as little as you yeah. want. You can do ten minutes in Minecraft if you want to. Like FIFA yeah. is like you know you can do like two minute halves. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like a four minute game. That's like you're done. Do you know what I mean? Like it's these yeah. little sort of experiences you can have. Dark Souls on the tube, uh, like that's that's like, more of like a train or a plane journey.
4: Like, yeah, maybe on a plane.
3: That's the thing, actually. If you were going to play on a plane, like that. Journey is going so fast. Yeah, yeah. like think about yeah. the times like we've been in a boss fight and then looked and going,
2: we've been recording.
3: This. I always like, think it feels much longer. It feels <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no,
2: those are all good points, and I, yeah. I feel like that's going to be interesting to watch because again, the further we get out from that presentation, I'm just like. Third parties did not really show up. They showed no. up in a half step. I they would, didn't yeah. show up the way they should have
5: shown up. Also, like because it has a touchscreen, there's so many mobile games that could be on it instantly. Yeah. But yeah. that's a really tricky thing for them to message yeah. as well, because it's like yeah. this. Is, you're going to have to work out some kind of iconography for the store, where it's like this is only playable when you are undocked. Yeah. Also, it
4: could mm-hmm. potentially be a value
2: issue. Like, oh, this is just, yeah, it's, it's just, oh, just, a, a, just I've got mobile iPad. games. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. No, I completely agree. All right. Well, that's our show. I mean, we got through everything. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was a good one, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Thanks, and, Thanks for having us on. Yep, yep. Thank you uh, for listening slash watching to Nintendo Voice Chat. We're a weekly show on IGN. And of course, you can, you should drop everything and make sure you watch uh, Prepare to Try. And also, listen to the IGN UK podcast. Plug it. Tell them. Yep. Tell the folks where to find it. Um, we swear on it. We as
3: well.
5: naughty things on it. So I don't think Steve listens to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't tell him about that.
3: Yeah, yeah
1: what?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it goes uh, yeah it goes live every Friday yeah and Pro try is every Friday but we don't have an episode this week because we couldn't get past the next because it's too hard
3: mm-hmm.
1: God,
5: yeah
2: okay is Rory still playing or who's who's playing now uh always still Rory playing. always Rory
5: always yeah. Rory yeah 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 i had to mess with that God, yeah it's too fun yeah <laughs> 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 i just see. too just much pressure like, oh, yeah. yeah it's too much pressure like playing live I, yeah I, I, just, I hate doing it yeah.
2: and trying to talk at the same time yeah it's really hard
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely not do that okay terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, plug your Twitter handles then. So, where can we um, find you? At Krupa. All right.
5: At Kamrogav.
2: All right. And Alana? At Char All right. And I'm at Joseos Herald. Thank you very much for watching listening. We'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat.